Hello friends, welcome to Clickbait and Cauldrons, an actual play D&D podcast. This is our eighth episode, when we are currently playing The Dragon of Icespire Peak, which is one of the introductory campaigns to D&D made by the creators of the game, so hopefully listening to this inspires you to play with some of your friends. This series features myself, Michael Alcote, as the Game Master, and Bryn Jones as the player. Bryn plays two tiefling siblings, Mervyn, a sorcerer, and Elrin, a rogue. I play all other characters throughout the game, although most notably Hogo Firefest, a half-orc druid and a member of our party. Last we left off our protagonists, they had just finished their visit to Nomengard, a gnomish settlement filled with wild magic, an unwell king, and lots of magic items. As our heroes return to Phandalin, they are greeted with another task, to head to the Woodland Mansion and figure out what the source of its curse is. What will our heroes find in this abandoned mansion? Will it be a friend? A foe? Find out on this episode of Clickbait and Cauldrons. So we are back on our way to back home to Fandolin. Um And so you guys uh, camp the night outside of Fandolin, and then you um, make your way back over to Harbin West. You guys have now had a long rest. You are have all your spells prepared, everything like that. You're not hungry, anything like that. Mm-hmm. You, no exhaustion whatsoever. Um, and you head yourselves back on over to Harbin Wester's um, Taskmaster board. And you, um, as he sees you, he kind of just tell, he kind of like puts his hand up and kind of waves you back. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of doing his thing, talking to people outside. And he knows that you guys are in for another quest um, and not for... Not for really any small talk with him. Um, so you guys go back and you see the same quest board as before, just now with the Nomengard um, spell taken off of the list. Ah, no one else uh, quite on our level come through while we were gone, Mr. Wester? Well, apparently not. Uh, yeah, you guys are... You guys are- Pretty much the only capable ones around here, it seems. Yeah, they're all jesters, Mr. Wester. We're the bester. That was pretty good. You know I'm a comedian. Yeah, <laughs> you can have that one for free. Oh, thank, thank you. I will absolutely use it because I am not ashamed to take other people's content. Mm, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you guys can kind of pick from the quests that I handed you earlier. Yeah, um, and I, I have... I think I already know the one that I would like to take. Perfect. Which what what quest are you guys gonna gonna head out on right now? Uh, I think uh, if it's all right with my party members, how about uh, this well woodland man's quest? And Ellerin's like, I literally do not care. <laughs> that sounds that 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 sounds like fun. Hold on, that sounds like fun. I I. I'm one with the woods, so I'm I'm all here for it. Nice. Um, and you guys head out on to the Woodland Mance quest. Love it. 
Wait, uh, did we get money from our last quest? No. Oh, you... yeah, because if we were... Because the quest said if we bring back anything interesting, we could give it to him for 50 GP. Um, He'll pay you 50 GP for it if you don't want to use it. Yeah. Can I give him the Wand of Pyrotechnics and get 50 GP for it? Yeah, you can totally do that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Here you go. Just that uh, you can put it down. You can have that. And I'm going to, on our way out, we don't even have to RP it, but... Just to have it on hand, I'm going to buy another health potion of healing. Okay. Yeah. Does she have any other potions? The apothecary lady? Um, I don't think so. She just has potions of healing. Oh, sick. No, not a problem. I'll just add one real quick and take and literally just not change my money at all. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Cool. So you guys head out to the Woodland Mance. So on your way into the woodland manse um on the path um towards neverwinter since this is kind of in the the woodland manse is in between neverwinter and um Thandalin. so you're kind of uh, back on the path that you guys came through with um you come across a fortified ca a compound with thin fog surrounding it um standing in a clearing on the east side of a narrow river. Um, a ten-foot-high log palisade surrounds the compound, whose main building is a two-story stone-and-wood affair with high-pitched roof, gables, wood window shutters, and a stone chimney. Attached to the main building is a blocky tower of gray stone, its high roof lined with battlements. Other structures include a two-story stable house and a gatehouse whose flat roof is enclosed by iron railings. A stone bridge spans the river, ending before an oaken door set into the gatehouse's outer wall. Mounted next to the door is a bell with a short rope hanging from its clapper, and you see that you are at a hunting lodge on your way to the Woodland Manse. Mm. Um, as you head on in here, you also see... Um, you see a man... Wearing a fur-lined cloak um, over studded leather armor. Um, and you uh, give me a history check, if you'd be so kind. Um, not great. What'd you get? That is a 14 from Ellerin is the higher. Okay. Um, Ellerin might not necessarily know exactly what he does, but has heard his name before, and his name is Falcon the Hunter. Mm. Um, he's but she doesn't know what he does. Not really. But she knows his name is Falcon the Hunter. Falcon the Hunter doesn't not sure. Who's not to say what his job is? <laughs> exactly. Who who knows? Who knows? Um, he has blue, cold, sharp eyes, and uh, sports a neatly trimmed beard. Um, he moves with casual confidence. Um, and it sounds he... hot. <laughs> Kind of, the way that he's getting described, he kind of is. Um, he greets every concern with nonplussed indifference. He loves good oh, wine and treats. Oh, is this his Tinder profile? What is this? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> he loves long walks on the beach and is not here for drama. Um, and treats other people as he would like to be treated. Fairly and with patience. <laughs> All right. So who's the, what's the, what's the sexy hunter man up to? What's he doing? Um... So he, um, he says to you, uh, hey, uh, welcome. Hold on. What's going to be his voice? 
Hmm, not that. Hey, welcome. <laughs> no, I don't want to do an accent. You don't have to do an accent. Just do real dreamy. Hey, welcome That's perfect. to my hunting lodge. You know, I am very happy that you guys are here. Um, if you guys need any rest or anything like that, you know, I'm, I'm here for you. Um, where are y'all headed? Uh, I don't know. Where are you going to be? Well, I'm going to be right here since I own this building, so, yeah. All right. Uh, that was supposed to be flirting. It just didn't go it very didn't well. It didn't go very well. Does he have pre-made stats? He does have pre-made stats, mm. yeah. Low intelligence, maybe? Low passive perception, perhaps? I haven't looked, actually, like, at all. Roll me a flirt check. Um... No, he's a very high passive perception. Oh, well. So then, did he just turn me down? He just turned you down. That's so mean. That's so rude. thought roleplay was supposed to be fun. <laughs> thought I was going to really you know, depart from life and get some fun experience. Whatever. Uh, all right, then fine. We're going to the woodland. Going to the woodland manse. Whatever. Well, I you know, there's been a lot of, a lot of crazy shit that's going on around there. Um... Tell me about it, stud. Okay, you gotta stop flirting with me. Listen, I'm sorry. You're, what, 19? Yeah. You? Adult. Yeah, and I'm 45. Uh-huh. I'm not... I'm hearing... I'm not I'm interested. Hearing, I'm hearing two adult numbers. <laughs> and I'm not interested. <laughs> um, but I am willing to give you guys some... Some 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 goods. Um, yeah. If, if you yeah. If you You're want gonna... not those kind of goods. Some treasure. Uh huh. If you can free the woodland uh -huh. manse from whatever is afflicting it, because it, perfectly honest, it's scaring away my business. Uh, it's scaring away people from coming to my business. So. Got it. I would just like. It would be nice if you guys could um, so get rid of it. What I'm hearing is once we go do the thing we were already going to do, you're going to give me goods and treasures? I will give you a pair of boots. That is what I'm going to give you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving you anything else. <laughs> I'm not paying you except for these boots. <laughs> Just I that. I asking you to pay me. So you all head off to the Woodland Mance. Um... So you are here, um, following that trail towards Neverwinter, past Falcon's Hunting Lodge. So you, um, you come across this um, foggy clearing, in the midst of which stands a crumbling two-story mansion, all but hidden beneath thorny ivy. The large house is set atop a six-foot-high stone foundation, and the main entrance has a balcony above it. Pumpkins grow wild in patches around the mansion, with several wild boars feeding among them. The boars snort with contempt as you draw near. Give me a history check, if you'd be so you kind. You got it. Oh, once again, Ellerin with the 19. Good for her. Good. She is fucking on it. She is very, very intelligent. I love it. She woke um, up with her intelligence kicking today. 
So you can remember um, from maybe asking some questions around town before you guys left and stuff like that, um, even just word of it, um, that there was a half-elf wizard that um, was exploring ancient ruins um, mm. that had built this house. Um, it's not too far from a kind of, uh, what's it called? A, um, like a circle of stones that's not too far off of here. Um, but most recently you've heard of the god of thunder, Talos, um, who has had some kind of missionaries, let's say, um, to say it nicely, um, that have been kind of running rampant around Phandalin. Um, and you see that this half-elf was one of these missionaries um, in this world mm. as he started discovering more and more about the the circle of stones that was near his house. Um, and so in here you can see that a lot of this ivy might not be exactly what it seems. Ah. Uh. Um, so please um, give me an arcana check. Huh. Double sixes, which turn into an 11 for Merv. And uh, much worse than that for Elorant. And a dirty 20 from our good friend Thank Holgo. God. So Holgo um, notices that these boars, um, that there are eight, uh, the nine boars, my apologies. There are nine boars that are sitting in these pumpkin patches. And the pumpkin patches are normal. Um, six of these boars are normal boars. But three of them have been um, tampered with with some transformation magic give me um what do you guys do i guess is what my, i'm gonna ask and this may also be ooc can you explain like the layout very briefly to me one more time like yes. we're standing where so you guys are standing on a path path up um, to the house there's walls there's walls the all gate. that kind of stuff where are the boars the boars are all around the house all around the house um but most of them are around the around the path mm -hmm. and they're they're in pumpkin patches that kind of okay. have been around here which one where are the magical ones the magical ones are the closest ones to you guys okay um i don't want to waste a spell slot on detect magic uh so i won't um, how far away are we from things? Um, you guys are probably about 20 feet away from the pumpkin patches and probably about 40 feet away from the entrance to the house. What do you guys, um, what do you, what is, what are Elle and Merv thinking? Yeah, I'm trying to think if we have to kill these pigs because I don't want to. So it's 40 feet to the door. How many feet to the pigs? Probably about 20, 25. 25 feet to the pigs. And how far are they spread out? Um, so the three the three magic pigs, is that, is that who you were asking about specifically? They're probably about 10 feet apart from each other. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, fuck it. Merv is going to cast his first third level spell right now. Ooh, okay. Right the fuck now. Okay, what does he cast? Fireball. Fireball? Hell yeah. The bringing in a classic spell. I have a question. Yes. Can I choose... Do I have to choose Tides of Chaos before I roll, or can I choose to enact Tides of Chaos after I roll? Uh, I think after you roll, okay. I want to say. That's how Allie does it. And... Allie Beardsley is my frame of reference of how to do everything always. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you attack this boar um, with Fireball. and Nope. Fireball's a 20-foot radius. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you I'd like to aim get... for the middle of the magic boars to get all three magic boars and any other boars that are within 20 feet. Okay, so you will just get the three magic boars? 20-foot radius? That's a 40-foot diameter. Yeah, the other ones are in a, a patch further away. That, for, you said mostly centered around the path, the boars. Mm, the, the magic ones are, not the, not the other ones. The other ones are unimportant. I will just say. Will that. they run? Yeah, the other ones will just run away. Okay, perfect. Then never mind. <laughs> the 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 magic ones will not. Then never you mind. <laughs> so here we have, um, so you cast fireball. Um, how does fireball work? A bright streak flashes from your pointed finger to a point you choose within range, which is within 150 feet, mm -hmm. and then blossoms with a low roar into an explosion of flame. Each creature within a 20-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a dexterity saving throw. On a fail, it takes, you'll see, much damage or have as much on a successful one. Okay. Also, shit catches fire if things around it are flammable. Okay, but I figured so the, it's a the, yeah the pumpkin patch. The pumpkin made, patch will start right, but it's also like a living pumpkin patch, not a dead one. So I, I don't I don't imagine it's gonna be like yeah it will, it an will, enormous danger to forest fire. Right. I'm not trying to cause a forest fire. Is what I'm trying to well, say. Well, you know who's comfortable in a forest fire? Holgo. Right. Yeah, but also perhaps uh, not a bunch of animals and other people are. Right. So, or maybe if Holgo could take care of the forest fire. Either way. Um, I love that I'm just now realizing that you gave Holgo literally um, uh, Smokey Bear's voice. Only you can prevent force. Did I really? Fires. I didn't even know I did that. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. But I just think it's funny that he's like comfortable with forest fires and he sounds exactly like Smokey Bear. Um, okay, so we are going to roll deck saves. Dex saves. Well, let me roll the hit first. Do you have to roll the hit? That doesn't make sense because if they have to oh, roll you know a deck what? save. You're right. You're completely right. Well, I have another one that is a roll to hit and a save, but this one is not. I don't. Yeah, think. most uh, most of the times they're not. Okay, perfect. Um, so that is a natural two, a natural five, and a sixteen. Um, yeah. Which is Except which is a three, a six, and a seventeen. One of your people saves. Okay. Um. So the other two then take full damage. The other one takes a paved. All paved right. damage. Let's rock and roll, ladies. I don't have... Should I roll it in d20 or should I just do it on my normal dice? Um, do you have enough normal dice to do it? Because isn't it like 8d6 no, or something? Yeah, I would have to do some math. Um, just roll it in d20. Yep. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 
You should be able to click on that. I did. That is 30 damage. 30 damage. Okay. Mm -hmm. So two take 30 damage. And one takes 15 damage. Okay. Uh, let me Hold on. I got to write these down. Oh, baby, baby. That was just one spell. You can only cast one. But if I cast a bonus action cantrip, I can. I did not understand anything you just said. But if I cast a bonus action cantrip, I can. Yes. What bonus action cantrip are you... I don't know. I want to see how that spell did. How'd it do? How'd they look? I'm not going to tell you that right now. Do they look <laughs> fucked up? I need to know. I need to know what happens next before I tell you anything. Jeez Louise. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me see what I can do here. Mm -hmm. What ranges do I have? The question, how far, how far are they away from me again? They're like 50 feet away, 40 feet. Okay. 45 feet, I would say. Um, are these worth my sorcery points? This is a surprise round though, so my girl can go too, right? Um, yeah, I guess. You guess. They're okay. not, and they're not surprised anymore, but you still have. Right, but I'm saying like she can fire off a spell too, right? Yes. Um. Holgo is not going to because there, it would be attacking animals, which he doesn't want to do. Right. Makes sense. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll use a quicken spell. Okay. I'm going to use a quicken spell to turn Firebolt into a bonus action. Okay. Uh, which I would ro have to roll to hit. Okay. That's four. I'm going to Tides of Chaos. Use my one Tides of Chaos. Well, actually, it doesn't matter. I'm... Um, before you do that, roll me a wild magic check. Don't I do it at the end of my turn? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, do it at the end of your turn. So I'm going to use my one Tides of Chaos. Luck point. I'm literally this can't miss. Okay, that's a um twelve plus five seventeen. Uh, hits uh just one. Yeah, and I want to hit the one that took half damage last time. Okay. Uh, roll damage. Um. Which one of you weird little guys is the D10? Here we go. Uh, seven. Seven points of damage. Okay. Um, and so after your turn, um, you see that even during this surprise round, mm -hmm. um, you see that these three boars are no longer boars anymore. They stand up, and they are three orcs. Oh. Um, who are these um, religious recluses. Is, um, and that's pretty much all I can tell you. Um, but they they kind of... Yeah, you need to do a, an investigation check on these... Uh, investigation or history check on these... Um, on these three boars. Well, not boars anymore. Now orcs. Mm. Uh, Ellerin is going to take her turn. She's actually going to 
throw one dagger. Okay. And that be the her bonus action. Daggers? 60. Okay. She's going to throw one dagger and cast one ray of sickness. Okay. Um, roll that dagger there. attack first. Uh, 14. 14 hits. Uh, roll damage. And that's on one of the ones that failed, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, not great. Just four. Okay. Um, and then Ray of Sickness, you have to roll the hit, and then it's his Nat 20. I just Nat 20? Okay. Um, so then... So then that, he has to, yeah, on a hit, so it'd be 4d8. Yeah. Well, it's, I have to, do I have to roll a constitution saving throw? No, I just rolled a hit. Oh, okay. Is it ranged spell attack? Oh, wait. Sorry. And must make a constitution saving throw. See, this okay. is the one I was talking about where it's a roll to hit and. Yeah. So you don't have to roll damage until I roll my constitution saving throw, right? No. Oh no, you're taking this damage either way, but your constitution save will determine whether or not you're poisoned. Oh, okay. Uh, rolls a 13. Uh, that matches my DC, so I don't know. Okay, so I pass then. Yeah, so you're not poisoned, but you do take, oh my God. Literally look at my dice. 26 on that ray of sickness. Okay. Okay, that guy's looking fucked up. Yeah. Um, now that they're orcs, will Hogo uh, jump into the yes. surprise round? Hogo will jump into the surprise round and is going to... Um, oh, wait, they're orcs? Oh, wait, no, sorry. We gave orcs ogre stats. That's it. Never mind. These are diff- whole different types of things. Okay, perfect. Um, I was like, if they're regular orcs, they no, should they be have, dead. They have a whole different different things, a set of spells. Sick. Um, so what he is going to do is cast his first third level spell. Nice, uh, besties. That is erupting earth. Um, and is then going to hit all three of them. They need to make dex saves. So it's a four, an eight. So a five, a nine, and a 14. And my spell save is... 15 perfect um so they all take full 3d12 damage what do d12s look like there they are and now it's difficult terrain over there right yeah it's it was it would be difficult terrain anyway so what would be the it's in the pumpkin patch it would be difficult if we stayed along the path it wouldn't be though right no and this didn't even hit the path because this was a 20 foot cube um, but would that in the, are they all in on the, the same side of the patch? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they were like around the patch. No, 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 no. Okay. They're they're all on the same side. Perfect. Yeah. No. Have you ever stomped? Have you ever like touched pumpkin vines? Yeah. Oh, it's hard to walk through. Those hurt. Yeah. They are pointy. Um. That is eleven plus sixteen plus nine is twenty five damage. Each. Yep. Because they all they all failed. Um. So that's dead. Nice. Dead. Nice. Um, twenty-five damage. Huh? Yeah. So this guy, there's still one that's up. So this guy has okay. 
Um, the one who saved on your decks or your mm-hmm. whatever save for fireball is still up. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're going to roll initiative for everybody. Um, Thank God, we got a surprise round. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess I only need to roll one. Ooh, Holgo got a 20, which is a 21, and the other guy got a 10. Ellerin got a 16, and Merv got a 7. Merv got a 7, you yeah. said? Okay. Um, so I guess Holgo, you want to make a ranged attack of some sort? Uh, and, uh, L got a 16, you said? Yeah. Okay. So Holgo is going to summon his wildfire spirit, which takes a action. Um, and then as a bonus action is going to shillelagh his, um, shillelagh his, his staff. So full fire <laughs> circle of wildfire druid standing before you. Um, and that's wait, all he, he should, wait, sorry, he's. Only shillelaghing his staff and doing what? He's shillelaghing his staff and then summoning his wildfire spirit, okay. which takes an action. But he wants to do that anyway, since it'll likely help him later anyway. Okay. Um, and then it is L's turn. What's his movement? What's Holgo's movement? Holgo's movement is 30 feet. He doesn't need to move anywhere. He's in range for all of his spell attacks. Okay, cool. Elrond's turn. Uh, she's going to, well, I guess, first of all, just hit him with her short bow. Okay. Uh, 16. 16? Mm-hmm. Hits. 1d6 plus 3. That's 6. 6 damage. 6 damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. This guy's looking fucked up. Nice. And now she's going to simply throw her other dagger. She'll have to make sure she goes and gets both of them. Okay. Roll the attack for me, please. To hit... Oh jeez, she does not. I don't think. What did? What was it? That'll be end up being a nine. No, does not hit. Cool. She'll um, have to go get her dagger from wherever she just threw it. So the next, uh, next turn is finally its first turn is um is going to be this um religious recluse um who is going to cast thunder wave. Uh, let me look up Thunder Wave real fast, just so I know what I'm casting. I have the spell card if you want it. Do you have it? Yeah. Uh, I have it pulled up anyway. Yeah, I don't need it. I'm good. Um, wave of Thunder's Force uh, sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a con save. Um, so Hogo needs Wait, to make... Wait, sorry. Within a 15-foot cube, and they're 15 feet away from you. No, they're not. They're forty five feet they're away. They're forty five feet away from Just me. kidding you. He's not ta- he's not gonna do Thunder Wave because he yeah. would know that. Um actually That's he's why I didn't pick it. Gonna cast lightning bolt. Oof duh. He has third level spells. Yup. He got lots of spells. Shields. Um Well, hold on. He Lightning Bolt I believe is five feet wide so it can only attack one person unless you guys were in a line yeah i don't know where we're standing though yeah and he you um he's only going to attack um holgo with it 
Okay. Neither of us are within because we're the my. I'm not trying to argue why we should be hit with this. I would not like to. You're a horizontal line to what he needs as a vertical line to be hit. I understand. For everybody, but are we not hit. within five feet of each? Like five feet is a person laying down. Are we not within that? It's kind of it, it, it. It's one square. That's how big the lightning bolt is. Hmm. Okay. So whoever's standing in that square and the line going through it mm-hmm. would be hit. But you guys aren't in that line. You guys are okay away from him. Um, and it's going to attack Holgo with a lightning bolt um, and needs to... Thank you for always hitting your PC with the bad attacks. What? Thank you for always hitting your PC. This is a... Very kind Big of ass attack. Um. Yeah, lightning bolt is nasty. Wait, wait. <gasps> I can't shield. Did you crit? I critically failed a saving throw. <laughs> um, what does that mean? So that means that. I mean, it doesn't mean much for Holgo. It just means that he gets he takes eight d six of fire of lightning damage. Um, you can only cast shield on one person, right? You can't cast shield. Yeah, you can only cast it on one. And by shield, I mean, sorry, you can only cast shield on yourself, right? And like, you know, if anyone... No, you can cast it on others, but shield wouldn't affect this. It wouldn't? No, because this has nothing to do with AC. Oh. This is a oh, dex Oh, yeah, save. you're right. Hot dang. Six. I don't think there's anything I can do. Where I need... Oh my gosh. I need one more D6. There it is. Oof. R.I.P. Holgo. Jesus. And he's the one that has Revivify. <laughs> yup. That is... Oh, it's okay. As long as it's not double his max, we'll be fine. 23 damage. That's not he's bad. Alive. He's definitely alive. I mean, that's not good, but it's not bad. No, he has a health potion, though. He has... Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. The lightning ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. So, yeah. Some more pumpkin patches on fire. Like trees in the background are on fire, basically. That's not good. That's much worse. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Hogo fails that, and that is the end of... That is the end of this religious recluse's turn, and it is now Merv's turn. Excellent. Let me look through the shit I can do. <laughs> and he's looking deeply fucked up, right? He's looking pretty fucked up. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's try a new spell. I decided to try this really fun thing where I uh, prep sorcerer spells. Oh, good. Let's dance. Okay. Mervin. Boogie Wonderland. Boogie Wonderland. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> well, since I sang it wrong, it doesn't count. Um, if the attack hits, it takes this much. All right. So first, before I see what it is, I'm going to roll to hit. Okay. That is a, oh, baby. Dirty 20. Uh, hits. All right. Mervin cracks his right knuckle, turns sideways, looks over his left shoulder. Okay. Lifts up a single knee. Baseball pitch. A chromatic orb. Okay. Ooh. I love that spell. That's a fun spell. Oh, it does require... Uh, sorry, I forgot to say B 
because we're not really concerned about materials, it does require something expensive. Should I have not done this? What is what's the material? A a, a small diamond. You do not have that, so you cannot do that. <sighs> you cannot do that spell. Can I do it once? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can do it later. If you go you can go to the miners exchange later and get something. Can I have can I retcon that instead of the last health book because it says a diamond worth at least 50 GP. Can I retcon that instead of buying my last health potion, I bought a tiny diamond? Sure. Yes. I'm going to, I'll go to my inventory and I'll take a health potion off. Thank you for letting mm -hmm. me do that. Um, okay. Um, so he's going to hurl this chromatic orb. Okay. And um, that is on a hit. So I hit, I got a dirty 20. On a hit, it takes this much damage. I'll take this and this. Oh, nice. Plus this. Nice. Um, let me do that math real quick in my head. 18 damage. Ooh, okay. Yeah, he's dead. He's full dead. Hell yeah. Holgo, fire. <laughs> there may be... What is... What, what, can you read the description of Chromatic yeah. Orb? I just don't know how... Yes, Don't know anything about the spell. Okay, yeah. You hurl a four-inch diameter sphere of energy at a creature that you can see within range. You choose acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, or thunder, which as the type which I didn't do. I don't know. It's, it doesn't matter, I don't think. Does it, he have any resistances? No. Yeah, right. It could I have didn't been anything. Uh, it's, it's, I just left it as energy. Um, then make a ranged attack spell. If it hits, the creature gets 3d8 damage. Okay. That's not bad. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I... Uh, very seriously, Merv turns to Holgo and and just grips at his tunic and goes, Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> um, okay, thanks. Uh, I guess I can also start them too, so... Don't. <laughs> um, I won't, but, you know, I could if I needed to. <laughs> Why did he laugh? I don't like, like when he laughs. <laughs> I didn't like that. He's at not all. allowed to laugh anymore. <laughs> okay, so now you have defeated these and stopped the forest fire. Um. Well, not yet, actually. I. That's what I'm telling him to do. Uh, he doesn't have any spells that can. Jeez. He, he doesn't have any. He doesn't have anything. Um. Like oh, like create water or anything. Uh, prepared. So he can't really do much, but it hit the forest, but it's not on fire. You know how it's like you can hit a you can hit something with lightning, yeah, and it won't start on fire. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay, so the forest isn't on fire. Yeah, the forest is fine. It was magic fire that stopped right where it needed to. Exactly. Perfect. Um, what you can't tell is they used a sorcery point to careful spell it. Um, they also sure. had a sorcery point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter why they just had one um so what um so now you have these three um these three religious recluses um standing uh well not standing anymore <laughs> laying on the ground in the pumpkin patch yeah what Ellerin, do you guys do with them ellerin runs towards them on all fours like a horse to get her knives uh and also let's just go ahead and investigate them while we're there okay Oh, sick, nasty. Uh, investigation 21 from Ellerin and 18 from Merv. Uh, okay, so you guys can see on here that they 
um, that these half orcs were wearing um, these kind of like boar tooth. These orcs, sorry, they're not half orcs. Um, these orcs were wearing these kind of boar tooth like clawed things. You didn't get to really see them because you like destroyed them as soon as they they came into the scene. Um, they're wearing these like boar tooth like clawed gauntlets kind of mm. um and they they are wearing a boar toothed necklace in the shape of a familiar a familiar shape or a familiar symbol i guess mm. um but you would need to do a history check um to know anything more about that symbol see if you remember anything. hey i promise like miss ellerin is just killing her history checks today that is a dirty 20 from her Okay, so Ellerin um, probably saw as you were walking through town, perhaps, that there was um, somebody had uh, carved this symbol into one of the walls of a building. Yeah, that's um, the kind of thing she would notice because she speaks Thieves' Cant. Exactly, and she, she thought it was Thieves' Cant, but it uh, turns out it's actually a symbol um, for the religious um, followers of Talos, the god of thunder and um the god of thunder and chaos basically sick so we're definitely all taking one of these and putting them in our pockets like for sure sure yeah definitely um and you um you can also see that they were um that these guys outside of that history check are shape changers that they obviously have the ability to polymorph um into a boar or back into their orc form um and they they have been hiding here to make sure that this um woodland mansion was safe for them uh was a safe area for the circle of stones that's further ahead on the path mm. um so what do you guys do now that you've kind of defeated the defeated the enemy outside of the the enemy on the outside of the the mansion okay i'd like to get i'd like to walk up to it basically right up to it um before you do that before you roll a spell roll me a wild magic check oh yes thank you and you should be on like 10, I want to say? No, because we aren't counting anything in Nomen. Oh, yeah. So, like, six? Uh, maybe? Five. Five? Okay. I think. If I'm doing the math wrong, audience, let me live. That's what I have written down. Ten. Ten. Uh, so now it becomes okay. six. Yes. Okay. Um... It's gonna be crazy once something happens. It'll be a high, higher. He's getting higher. Okay, I'd like to get within twenty-five feet, ish. Of the front door. The front door. Okay. Maybe twenty feet. Okay. Uh, and cast detect magic. Okay. Um. You can't really uh, sense any magic on the door specifically. Right. It um, was more the ivy that was my concern. Yeah, you can tell that the ivy has been kind of, not transmutated, that's the wrong word. Um, enchanted? Not enchanted either. Um, kind of, not evocation, it's not evocation, 
Uh, what school of magic would this be? Kind of conjured. So this ivy has been conjured from a specific source that you can tell is within the walls of this mansion. Mm. Um, and has since covered... Um, this source has kind of gone crazy um, for okay. some reason. But since it's not enchantment right, magic or anything like that, I don't think this ivy is going to hurt me, right? No, the ivy is not going to hurt you. It is just grown from magical means. Okay, that's what that was my big concern was that we were going to approach this and the ivy was going to like turn this thing into monster house and we were going to get eaten. Um, yeah, let's rock and roll. Okay, so you guys head up the stairs and into the house? Sure. Um, so as you walk up the stairs, you can see a portico. Uh, portico is the door with a stone balcony overhanging um, at a height of 10 feet. And there's vines that wrap around the support pillars. Um, and you see a very beautiful double door with a giant boar's head crudely carved into it. Um, similar to the symbol that you all took and now have in your bags. Oofta. Um, and as you head into the building, you see that you are now in the downstairs hall, basically. Kind of this foyer area of the building. Um, and you are, uh, there is a staircase in here, as well as three entrances to different parts of the building. Where would you like to go? There's an entrance to the left, there's an entrance in front of you, and there's an entrance to your right, as well as the stairs that lead upstairs. Okay, yeah, let's just go reading direction. Let's just go left. Okay, so um, by going left, you head into the parlor. Um, And you can tell that this door has actually been smashed to pieces. Um, You look in here, and the room has broken furniture... Um, chairs, side tables, um, and then a moldy rug that covers most of the stone floor. And there are windows, however, um, there are windows in here that would look out into the pumpkin patches and all that kind of stuff, but have since been covered by the ivy. Um, and you see some ivy kind of growing into, kind of have, having broken some of the windows and growing into the building itself. Hmm. Can I like just investigate an insight check to s- investigate an insight to see if there's anything in here we need before we leave? Is there just not? Okay. Uh, I rolled a nat twenty on both of them. No, you didn't. No. Um, yeah, I did. There's just nothing in. There's just nothing in Sick. here. Sick. Perfect. Um, Let's go to the right. Okay, so you head on into the right, and you um, head into the courtyard, um, and so you stone steps lead down into a flagstoned courtyard that has. A pillared arcade to the um, to the east. Seven windows uh, on an upper level overlook the courtyard, in the middle of which is a five-foot-wide stone well with thick vines erupting from it. Um, uh, you also can hear... Um, guttural snorts and yells um, erupting from the southeast corner of the mansion, which to you signals the presence of orcs that are nearby. By southeast corner of the mansion, you mean back inside? 
Uh, yes. So is there anything in this courtyard first that we need? There's, um, so there is the, um, there is the stone well with thick vines that mm -hmm. you can investigate. Yeah, let's um, investigate that. And this kind of seems to be the source of the vines a oh. little bit. Um, Ellerin got a 19. Okay. Uh, L looks into the into this vine into this viney area, um, and you can see that the well is thirty feet deep, um, and it contains um, a root system kind of underneath it. Um, so, what do you guys do with this? Um, with this kind of tree that's growing throughout the thing. There's a tree? Well, it's like all of the vines, the root system has been growing out of the... Growing out, out of, of the, the well? Out of the well. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of going in like this? Yeah. So yeah. if we wanted to, say, put something down the middle, it would go close to the bottom or to the bottom of the well? Yeah, it might have a hard time getting all the way down to the bottom with the amount of vines that are in there, but it could maybe get to the bottom. A person would not be able to fit through, however. I was thinking, I was wondering if my mage hand could get, fit through. Uh, probably. Yeah, I want to send Ellerin's sticky mage hand down there to see if there's, like, I don't know, a magic amulet down there that's producing vines or something like that. Okay, uh, you send the mage hand down there and you don't see anything. Um, the only thing that you can see is kind of, uh, only thing it can pull on is a kind of like piece of twisted wood that's connected to the bottom of the well. Hmm. Holgo, any thoughts? You're the fire guy. Um, well, I mean, do you want me to like attack the, do you want me to like send my, um, send my, send Mozilla down there to, to see something? Yeah, sending Mozilla, I think, is the best choice because if there's something wood down there we need, he can just, like, not touch that, but he could burn some vines out of the way, and, you know, those flames will mostly go upwards, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, if I cast a firebolt, it's just going to be fire, you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah, yeah, I feel like Mozilla's a little carefuller. Yeah, so Mozilla teleports down into... Oh, yeah, he can also do that. He, he cool. just teleports 15 feet down into the um, into the area and ooh double thirteens um all right um just kidding ooh um all right so now, as Mozilla pops down there and pops into the base of the, um, not into the base, but into the well, mm -hmm. um, you see as he gets down there and like teleports in there, um, because of how the teleportation works, is that any creature within um, five feet um, of his teleportation has to take a dex save. Mm -hmm. um, and as he pops down there, the vines start moving. The vines start kind of crawling out of this, 
out of this well. I and... told you the vines were going to monster house us. <laughs> I fully said it. Said it aloud. <laughs> and here you see um, three. How, wait, hold on. How many is it? Um, you see four vine blights uh, climb their way out of the center of this um, out of the center of this well leaving that uh, tree root at the bottom do we have a sense to of whether or not they passed or failed their deck saves they failed their deck save they took damage double damage uh they just took the damage that they need on it um if they if they would save they wouldn't have taken damage right but double damage though the reason why i'm asking if they didn't take double damage is because it's because it's fire damage oh i didn't even think about that mm -hmm. that's why i wanted to send mozilla down in case they got um, freaky. They do not take fire damage. Dude, or no. they they take fire damage that's, that's not doubled. That's lame. They're yeah. made of plants. Yeah, you'd think. Wizards of the coast. That's fucked up. It Agreed. Um, so you see these four vine blights crawling out of this thing um, with Mozilla down in the... Um, down in the thing, and Mozilla kind of pops back up onto onto Holgo's shoulder mm. as he sees these guys coming out. Um, Damn. And now we need to roll initiative. All right. Hi friends, Michael here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We are going to be back again next week with another thrilling episode of Ice Spire Peak. If you enjoyed this one, why don't you tell a friend about us? Getting the word out will really help us grow an audience and allow us to make even more episodes. Follow the show over on Instagram at Clickbait Cauldrons. We're going to be posting some highlights of different episodes, so keep an eye out for that. If you'd like to follow me, I'm on all social media at mallocote13, and if you would like to follow Bryn, head over to her TikTok, which is at Bryn Jones, and the rest of her accounts are linked on there. Thanks again for listening, and see you!